Welcome to Field Notes by Ag Choice, a podcast series covering timely, relevant topics for Pennsylvania's agricultural and rural communities. Each episode will include an interview of an Ag Choice expert or one of our industry partners discussing information you need to know. My name is Rachel Sadison, and on today's podcast, we're discussing Pennsylvania's beginning farmer tax credit. This new program provides an incentive to lease or sell land, buildings, and or equipment to beginning farmers. The application window for the 2020 tax year recently opened and is available on a first-come, first-served basis until funds are expended. Pennsylvania Farm Bureau played a pivotal role in developing and advocating for the legislation that established the program, and today we're pleased to have Darren Euchre from Pennsylvania Farm Bureau joining us to share more about the program. Darren, welcome to the Field Notes podcast. Glad to be here. So let's go ahead and get started. Darren, could you first explain to our listeners some of the key details about the Beginning Farmer Tax Credit, including who qualifies and really how the tax credits work? Sure. In terms of who qualifies, it actually is somebody who is defined as a beginning farmer. And what is nice is there is no age uh, defined for who is a beginning farmer. Instead, the legislation, or I should say the law, looks at somebody who has been in the business of farming for 10 years of less, and that is ascertained by somebody who has not filed a Schedule F for more than 10 years. Um, in order to be a qualified beginning farmer, you need to have an application that is filled out and reviewed by the Department of Agriculture and the Department of Community and Economic Development. And uh, once that is finished, you can then start working with a landowner on either selling or leasing um, and they are the ones who get the tax credit for working with the beginning farmer. So from the landowner side of things, uh, if you lease or sell your land to a certified beginning farmer, you can get an income tax break, again, depending on the terms of those transactions, uh, that you can then apply to your state income taxes. And the it, this is a way to help incentivize uh, landowners to work with beginning farmers, uh, the thought being that a, um, a beginning farmer might not have the ability to outbid somebody for a, uh, for a piece of ground, either on a lease or a sale, uh, but the benefit is by working with that certified beginning farmer, uh, the landowner is going to get a tax credit on their, on their income. So that's, that's part of the incentivization. Uh, but again, the nice thing is there's no age attached to it. So if somebody is thinking of a mid-career change uh, or has always wanted to work on a farm and has finally developed uh, some of the capital to, to make that investment, even if they're 40 or 50 years old, they can take advantage of the beginning farmer tax credit. Well, great. Thanks, Darren. So next question for you. I know the beginning farmer tax credit certainly wasn't something that happened overnight. Really, how did the idea for the tax credit program come about, and what has been the response from the farm community and others about the program? So how it started was actually a challenge that was issued to Farm Bureau when we were discussing the state budget. I believe it was back even in 2018. Um, we obviously have a, have a deep concern for the preservation of farmland and always will advocate to make sure that farmland preservation is being done because it's, you know, the future of Pennsylvania agriculture. But in a conversation that we had uh, with a senior lawmaker over in Harrisburg, uh, he asked the question to our organization, well, preserving farmland is great, but what are you guys doing to preserve the next generation of farmers? And I have to admit, I kind of stumbled with an answer and didn't quite know 
how to respond. But I, we took that as a challenge. Okay, what can we do to help, again, that next generation of farmers? Preserving farmland is one thing, but if there's not a next generation to come and farm that ground, uh, it's, a, it's, a whole other, it's a whole other story. So we started doing some research uh, during the summer of 2018 and uh, found that states like Minnesota, Iowa, and Nebraska had a beginning farmer tax credit that works the exact same way as ours. So we took actually uh, what was Minnesota's legislation, made it applicable for Pennsylvania, and in 2019 started working with Senator Elder Vogel on um, introducing it as a piece of legislation. Uh, as in a lot of things in life, um, happenstance and chance and sometimes the stars align, and as we were debuting our beginning farmer tax credit, uh, the Department of Agriculture and the Wolf Administration was debuting its PA Farm Bill initiative. And while they were two separate pieces of legislation, lawmakers saw both of those initiatives as a way to really advance some good agriculture policy in the state. So we're very proud of the fact uh, that, you know, working with the department and working obviously with Senator Vogel and the leaders in the legislature, we were able to pass a tax credit bill unanimously through the House and Senate and it is now law. Uh, the response to the agriculture community obviously has been great. A lot of folks asking questions about how to qualify, um, wanting to know how they can take advantage either as a beginning farmer or as a landowner to work with, um, uh, you know, to, to work with this program and take advantage of the tax credit. So we're going to know its impact uh, starting sometime this year because now is when DCED and the Department of Revenue are actually going to be able to use the tax credits or give the tax credits for folks that filed in 2020. So now is when we're going to start seeing the fruits of our labor it, and the labor of others within the General Assembly. Uh, this is a 10-year program uh, that can sunset at the end of 10 years if, let's say, for sake of argument, that the program hasn't been widely utilized. But uh, it's our hope that as this program gets, uh, gets out there and uh, becomes uh, more widely known that it's going to be more widely used. Great. Thanks, Darren. Yeah, certainly a great program for beginning farmers and landowners here in Pennsylvania and really appreciate the great work from Pennsylvania Farm Bureau in, in helping to make it happen. So as we wrap up today's podcast, could you tell us what makes you excited about the future of Pennsylvania agriculture along with really any other thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners here today, Darren? Sure, absolutely. Um, obviously, this pandemic has been devastating. And, but one of the nice things that we have seen come out of this, I think, is folks having a deeper appreciation for the work that farmers do and an understanding maybe a little bit of how our supply chain operates. I think when folks started to see scarcity in the grocery store shelves, they started to under, uh, you know, see the complexity of what happens of just trying to get from food from farm to the table. Uh, so what we heard from our members uh, was that those that had a public, already an existing public-facing interaction, whether they sold bottled milk or had uh, a CSA or uh, had a small retail farm market uh, or processing their own meat, they started seeing a, a tremendous jump in consumer interest in their products. And that's something that has been sustaining throughout this entire pandemic. So local foods was already popular in Pennsylvania, but we think one of the benefits of coming out of this pandemic is it's become more popular because people are looking for alternatives 
and ways to uh, better secure their food supply, which is a which is a great thing. It's a great thing for consumer education. So what what makes us excited about the future of, of agriculture in Pennsylvania is when you look at our state and the diversity of the agriculture products that can grow here, our proximity to so many major markets, but also even small towns and small cities throughout Pennsylvania. I think going forward, we're going to see a tremendous growth in um, farmers selling directly to the public. And I think that's just great for the overall strength of the agriculture economy within Pennsylvania. Well, Darren, thanks so much for joining our podcast today. And again, a special thanks to you and the rest of Pennsylvania Farm Bureau for your ongoing support of the agricultural industry and for advocating like for new programs such as the Beginning Farmer Tax Credit. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Listen to other episodes of Field Notes by Ag Choice posted at agchoice.com slash podcast.